Hey everybody, welcome to The Blacklist, the show where we interview the elite, and today we have a special guest. Um, to my right, we have Rosa Rodriguez, and Rosa, for people that don't know you, um, give yourself an introduction. Who are you? My name is Rosa Rodriguez, and I'm a coach. I help high-ticket um, coaches create their program. So um, even if you're a mompreneur, even if you're working a nine-to-five, I help you create a, a business basically from point A to point B, um, the whole thing. Uh, and, and that I do all of that just to save you some time. So, um, because time is the most important asset that we have. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. And I think that we have to start changing the narrative around mompreneurs. Um, and I'm here to to do that. Right. I'm here to start spreading the word that you can do that and this. It doesn't have to be this or that. It could do. It can be both. So, um, you know, I teach people how to make sure that they build a business around their life and not a life around their business. So I like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. And why high ticket? I mean, I feel like I understand why, but yeah. um, why out of everything, why are you helping them do high ticket uh, programs? I think um, high ticket because it saves you time, number yeah. one. And because you when you do high ticket, you are able to deliver I think a better quality product. Yep. And also at the same time, if you if someone is paying you high ticket, then they will put in the work. They are going yeah. to take action, right? How many times do we have something that we got for free that we didn't even look at it, right? Yep, we didn't 100%. even open it. So <laughs> Yeah. See, that's that's so that's why um high ticket is like the perfect offer, the perfect program for a mompreneur. Yeah. I would also say that like, you know, for a mompreneur, if they do high ticket, it kind of takes them out of the nine to five because something that, you know, like let's say whatever they would make in a month, they're now making in a couple of days or, you know, something like that. So I also think like it just helps out time wise. It helps out money wise, um, all that stuff. And how did you get um, kind of into this industry? Well, I got into this industry by, you know, just looking at my dad, first of all, um, being an entrepreneur his yep. entire life. Um, and seeing him, you know, go through some of the struggles that he went through. Um, and in, in back in 2014, he decided to sell his business, right? So he said, you know, I'm done with the business. I'm going to sell it. Yeah. He was really tired of just working inside of his business. Right. Um, so a couple of months after he retired and sold his business, he was diagnosed with So then... Um, Maybe 45 days after he was diagnosed, he passed. Damn. Yeah. That, yeah. So that was like the most shocking experience in my life. But it taught me a great lesson. You know, if I'm going to build something that makes a big impact in the world, I need to make sure that I build it around my time. Yeah. Not the other way around. So, right. Yeah. So that's why, I, you know, I started to dedicate myself to, you know, looking for people that wanted to build businesses. I had 
um, a background in finance and accounting for about 15 years. And I said, you know what? I surely can find someone to help with this. So yeah, 100%. Um, so yeah, I started back in 2016, uh, you know, just sharing my my story and sharing my grief without um, without filter, basically. And I, I attracted a, a big audience on Instagram because of that, because I was just sharing from my heart and um, I think a lot of people are missing that, especially these days with all the noise and with all the distractions that we have. <laughs> yep, yep. You're yep. being vulnerable and in a place where a lot of people, I think, can relate. And because of that, you know, they just kind of gravitated towards you, your story, and uh, and all that stuff. And I really like that you said, you know, you're building, you're building it around the time that you have, not the other way around, where it's like right. kind of, you know, people are in, usually in business, I think they're in rat races, right? Where they're right. like constantly on the hustle and you know, yes. they, they get tired and all that stuff. How does it yeah. look like for you? What's your like day to day look like? See, I was actually speaking to someone about this this morning, you know, because she asked me, hey, how do you do all this stuff? And you have three kids. How do you handle, you know, and you travel? That's a lot. Do- yeah, that is a lot. <laughs> right. Um, I, and I do all of these things. And it's because I decided that I was going to invest in a team. So, yeah. you know, having someone who helps with, you know, with each part of the business, not just thinking that I am the one responsible with doing everything. Right, right. And I think at first, people are like, oh my God, I got to do everything. There's nobody better than me. Like, right. right? So how did you get over that, you know, hurdle where you're like, no, I need to let go. And yeah. I need to give confidence, you know, confidence to my team. See, the first thing is, you know, thinking that you are not ready to hire until you've made, you've gotten some results. Right, right. right. That you're like, no, you're supposed to make sure that you save your money, that, you know, whatever you're getting into the business and make sure that you put that back into the business. But how? Yep. How do I do that? Um, and it took me a few years, actually, to get to the point where I said, OK, I need to hire a VA or yeah. I need to hire a copywriter. I need to hire someone to do PR. Yeah. Right. Because it, but once I decided to, OK, this is what I need to actually grow my business. If I stay stuck in the solopreneur mentality, yeah, you'll never you're never gonna grow. And I'm sure you ex- you've experienced that too. That you know, once you open that door, that you're just like, you know what? I can trust people with my brand. Yeah, and yep. and sometimes we have that like perfectionist <laughs> mentality, right? And and we were like, no one can do it better than me. You know, no one can um you know share or talk about my brand better than I can. Or do this copy better than I can because I'm the one that is supposed to be doing these things. And actually, you need to, you know, start letting go. And that's the that's the most important thing. I think letting go of control because that's the only way you're going to grow. You have to allow people to help you. It, it, takes, it takes more than one person to build a great business. Agreed. And I think, you know, um, going back to the time thing, if it's just you, you're always going to be stuck. Because… A business doesn't just revolve around one thing. It's like, yeah. you know, you've got you've got the finances you got to manage. you got yeah. client fulfillment you got to do. you got marketing. you got to bring in clients. you got to do the sales. It's like, it's a lot if you did it by yourself all the time, right? Right. Um, exactly. At what stage do you help, like, you know, your your, your clients kind of make that transition? Uh, when they're working with you, do they… I'm assuming they don't have the team yet, right? Right. So, yeah, from scratch and then they're going to, you know, to a point where, yeah, I'm creating a program or whatever that is. Yeah. And then I'm hiring a team. So at what point do you think it's like, 
So the first thing that I tell people, you're going to be ready to hire before you feel ready to hire. So true. <laughs> so true. Right. And, um, you know, like we we work with I work with, um, you know, women that are busy all the time and that, you know, have kids and yep. they're working. Sometimes they're working full time and they're trying to take this like side hustle to a full time business. But they don't know that, you know, the first thing they need to do is like get leave, let some control go. Yeah. So that so that they can actually turn the side hustle into a full time business. Right. Um, so we do create the offer first. Good. And that Good. is yeah. the most important thing. We create the offer first. We test that out and yep. see, you know, like, OK, how many people are interested in this thing that I have to offer? And if we see a good, good traction on that, then we start putting things together. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that we want to talk about. <laughs> yeah. right? Because on this show, The Blacklist, like the main thing is about finding hacks to life, right? right? Yep. Everybody on the show has some sort of hack that they've used and leveraged and it's gotten them so many places. Yeah. I think that's one of them that I think not too many people talk about is yeah. like selling something before it's even built to see if the market is ready for it. Right. So how do you determine, you know, if something is a good fit for others? Like, you know, are people just posting about it and seeing if anybody bites or how does that look like? Well, first thing you need to do is know your customer. Right. right? That's like the, the number one thing. You're going to know who it is that you're selling to and what are their, you know, the problems that they're having. And also what are the excuses that they have in yep. mind? that prevent them to buy your product, right? Yeah. So you have to offer solutions before they even come to you, right? right? And and that is like why content is also really important, you know, creating that solution-driven environment for them so that, you know, they can see themselves in you before they even get on a call with you. Right. Yeah. Right. I like that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And once you have that, you know, once you have that inside your offer, you have these solutions inside your offer, then you can say, you know, these these people that are looking for these solutions are already, you know, sold. Yeah. All I need to do is find them or help them find me. Yeah. You know, which is why we do PR. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and why that's important. Yeah. Um, but knowing that, you know, once you have something that is like an irresistible offer, then then people, you know, are going to be attracted to that. Yeah. I want to talk about that really quick because I don't think too many people know what an irresistible offer is. Mm -hmm. People will put up an offer, um, but it's definitely not irresistible. It's just right. something that, you know, <laughs> they think is what people need. Um, right. How do, you, how do you go about determining what, you know, uh, irresistible offer is? Well, I went, I went asking people I, I started you know kind of doing serve, surveying some of yeah. my um, customers clients um, and I I didn't feel I didn't feel afraid to ask like what would make this even more enticing to you or or if this is not the right time for you what would make it the right time right, right. what would be the thing that you know would say like absolutely yes yeah. to an offer like this and some of that was you know like adding team members or helping them find those team members yeah. that made it more irresistible. Like, okay, so you're going to save me time. You're going to save me effort. Yeah. And, and you're going to find these people. For and me. you're going to find these people for me. So how much of that help, how much effort can I relieve from my customer 
And yeah. until you get to a point where they're like, oh, okay, I don't care how much <laughs> you're charging. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's, you're solving their need, you know, their pain. Right. Exactly. Like that's exactly what I was looking for. So yeah. that's, um, you know, it, I, it took me a while. I went through a few offers before I got to the right one. Right. And it's also what it is. It was also kind of like in, in my own journey, the things that I felt like I needed. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The thing that, that like made me go from, you know, doing free clients to actually paid clients. Yeah. What got me over that hump was the thing that I felt like, wow, if someone has this, they can really get going, get their business going immediately. Yeah. So then that's when I started offering that. And and also not, you know, some some people have rules around offers when there are no rules. Yeah. Right? You can yeah. add whatever it is that you want to add for your customers, whatever makes it better for them. It's true. That's <laughs> so true. It could be um it could be a ticket to a conference was actually what <laughs> the thing I um yeah. I offered in my in my last offer. And you know, that was a 10K offer. Yeah. So um it, I was just, you know, I've had I had this ticket and I said, Hey, why not make this part of my offer? Okay. Right. Someone raised their hand and that's it. It was gone. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. Yeah. And I think one thing that you mentioned that people might have missed is yeah. like, I really like that you said um, you surveyed your customers because right. um, I don't think too many people do that when it's like really important that you do. You get feedback from them because yes. they're going to tell you exactly what they're looking for, exactly what they need. Right. Right. Then you can literally make it, you know, based off of the feedback that you're getting. But I think too many people pretend that they know what their client needs and try right. to determine what that is. Instead of literally just asking them. Right. You know? So <laughs> just ask. Just yeah. ask. <laughs> so that's good because you're making the offer, like you said, irresistible. You're making it better to the point where it's like a no-brainer for them to move forward. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, one thing that I wanted to mention that, you know, you kind of talked about a little bit before is what type of hurdle kind of I think the biggest hurdle, and this is me guessing, because I don't know, um, is like when you're working with somebody that has to make the jump from like, I'm you know, have three kids, I you know, I have a nine to five. I want to make the side hustle work so that way I can have more free time. But I think a lot of women, and you can, you know, let me know if I'm right or wrong, but um, they're probably thinking like, I cannot do that. I don't have yeah. time. Yes. And especially women, I feel like, you're like, I don't have time. Yes. <laughs> I have to do this for my husband. I have to do this for the kids. I have stuff to work, right? Yeah. Um, how do you help them get over that? And I actually, you know, I feel like this is really important for women to hear. It's not that you don't have time is that you don't have enough boundaries around your time. Explain okay. more. Explain more. All right. So when you, we, some, sometimes we feel like we need to be the perfect mom or the right. perfect wife or the perfect sister or daughter, right, to all these different people. And, and you forget about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So you forget to take care of you and, and you lose your identity to, you know, I'm the mother. I need to make sure that the kids get fed first, that the kids are taken care of first. Right. But you don't make time for your dreams. You don't make time for your aspirations when that is the thing that is actually feeding your soul. Yeah. Right? And you get lost in that for so long that sometimes you forget. Like, hey, there's a person in there behind the mom, behind yeah. the wife, behind all those things. So you need to start, you know, setting boundaries around when is your time. Yeah. Right? When is your time? Your time needs to be a non-negotiable. Yeah. Right? So, yes, we we play around with our with the time that is supposed to be for us so much That's that true. we forget to take it. So, yeah, and if you did if once you do that, once you 
past that, you know, once you apply those boundaries, then you're going to find out that you had actually all the time that you needed. <laughs> yeah. I love that quote so much that women play around with the time that they have. And oh, fuck, what was that last part? And then you said, oh, that you forget you have it, you know? Right. Yeah. I think that's so powerful. I think for a lot of women out there, like yeah. that's a, that's definitely a quote because it's yeah. so true. They, their time is not as valuable to them, I think, than yeah. it is if they give it to everybody else. Because right. I know a lot of women, my mom, my uh, girlfriend, you know, all that stuff, like they literally give their time away. That's what they give. Yeah. You know, right. and yeah, they don't have time for their stuff, their and, passions. And like, you know, my whole thing is time is your most valuable asset. Yeah. So if you're giving the most valuable asset that you have away, then, you know, you're not going to be able to create something for yourself or you're not going to be able to give that time to the things that actually matter. Yeah. Let's let's break it down on like a day to day basis because it sounds good. Yeah. But they yeah. might be like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so where where do they start? Where do they start? You know, putting in time for for their stuff. Is it in the morning? Later in the day? Lunch? What? And so you know, I have and and my husband is outside. He knows that I um, I have time during you know, like I have a set time every day from like ten a.m. to two p.m. to work on my business, and that is a non negotiable. So. Um, during that time, who's, you, you know, obviously if things come up, then, you know, that's, that's okay. But I have a time, I have, you know, 10 o'clock to 2 p.m. That's my time. And I have someone who is taking care of the kids, who helps me with the kids, helps with, uh, you know, the cleaning the house yeah. and, Damn, and yeah. all that. So, yeah. and, and it's not, um, you know, I used to think that that, that made me, you know, not a great mom because I, I was having someone else help me. Yeah. Um, and I had to get over that mentality in order to get here. Yeah. Like, I feel good. I love, you know, the person that is helping me with the kids loves the kids also. I love her because she's helping me yeah, with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, whenever I can't take my son to like a game or um, I can't take him to a school activity, then, you know, dad's there. So, right. I, I have to, even though sometimes it's like, oh, how do I make them understand that I, I am not negotiating this? This is this is the time that I have for this. Yep. Um, or I'm going live on Instagram or something like that. And, I, okay, I need you to do this. Right, right. Right. And at the beginning, when you're in that transition of like, I used to be a people pleaser. I used to have to give my time away to anyone. Now, when those people are are like, are, you know, like accustomed to you saying yes. And yeah. then when you start saying no, it's like, then what it's the a, what? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's like, okay, hold on. What's happening here? And you talk to them about it first or, or are you just like, done? <laughs> I had some conversations that were tough. Like with my mom, I was like, listen, mom, you know, I, I know that, you know, sometimes you need me to like call the cable <laughs> yeah. bill and pay that or, you know, like call this doctor and translate and all of these <laughs> yep, things. Yep. Um, but I can't do that right now because I'm focusing on this. So, you know, she'll stop <laughs> like calling three times back to back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and you know, with my husband as well, like I just tell him, you know, this is, I know that you took him yesterday to karate, but I need you to take him again today yeah. or the next time because I need this time to 
take care of myself or to take care of my business. Yeah. Yeah. So. I would say that you need to really, uh, you know, did you have to like sit down with your partner to kind of discuss that stuff? Because yes. I feel like, you know, for if, if let's say somebody was trying to get out of the nine to five and they're doing this side stuff yeah. and the husband might get, you know, pissed. Oh, they're yeah. Like, what the yeah. hell? Like, yeah. And not, not just that, but I feel like I'm also changing and evolving in this process. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes it could be that you're in a relationship and you're kind of going in completely different directions, right? Because I'm growing, there? I'm growing and, and, you know, maybe he's not understanding or he's not like in have, you know, on the same page as me. And then you have to regroup and say, listen, oh, yeah. we are not on the same page. We need to make sure that we talk about this yeah. because if not, it's going to go too far and we're going to be too far from each other. So yeah. you have to, that, you know, that was actually a conversation <laughs> that we had. So it was just like, you know, we're going far away from each other. We need to come back. I like that. So. <laughs> and and um, I feel like there has to be a level of pride that gets let, let, let go. Yeah. Let, let go. I don't even yeah. think that's a word. Yeah. But. Yeah. It's, it, it's true because you're, you know, you both have to lower your guard. Yeah. And be able to say, okay, I hear you and I see you. Now let's have this conversation. And what can, we both have to kind of sacrifice something. Yeah, and meet exactly. in the middle. Like it's not just all like okay, Rosa needs this, 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 and that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> is okay. How can I meet your meet your needs, and how can you meet mine? Um, so that we're kind of like create a balance in the relationship. Right. So what do you sacrifice then? Like let's say you get that time period, that time block. What do you do? And so I have to make sure that you know I attend to him. When we there's times that I that I'm like, all right, he's. He's he's over there in the back, like you need to give me a massage, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, okay, all right. Well, let me shoot <laughs> this video real quick, and I'll be right back. Yeah, okay? <laughs> and I'm like, all right, um, and maybe cooking sometimes. You know, I'm like, I can't cook right now, but I can order you food. Right, uh, right. we got you know Uber Eats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll do that. How about that? What, whatever you want. You yeah, know? <laughs> that's good though, because like it's not like it's just you know it's Rosa time and that's it. Right. It's more like look, I'm taking the time that I need for yeah. this. Yeah. But hey, you need something like you know if I right. can't do it right now, well. Whatever, like I'll yeah, do it right we'll after. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And and I think one really great thing is being present in whatever it is that you're doing. I feel like that's hard. Yeah, it is. But it is, you know, especially for us because we have our cell phones. Yeah. But but like having time with, you know, for me, like with the kids that I'm like fully immersed in like just loving them and, yeah. you know, just being with them in that moment that I, you know, my phone is somewhere else. And I'm like, okay, let's take, let's just have, you know, time, mom time. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. So like when you clock off, do you clock off? Like actually? I, no, I no. don't, <laughs> no. I mean, I, because I love what I do so much yeah. that I, you know, like I pick up the phone and I'm like, oh, and then I remember I have to catch myself like, okay, hold on, <laughs> put it back. <laughs> yeah. But it is, uh, it's a challenge, obviously, because we, you know, and I'm sure that happens to you as Same. well. Yep. That you're just like, oh, I just, you know, I love what I do. Yeah. So I'm like on my phone and then my girlfriend's like, hey, like I'm up here. You know, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, shit, my bad, you know. Right. Like, yeah. So, yeah, he's just, he's like, OK, are you done? You know, like, yeah. are you done? And I'm like, one second. I'm Same. posting this thing right here. Yeah, I understand. Right. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's but. good. And I think, uh, you know, so I think that's good. I think like the people that you're helping out, um, very, very huge. I think that's a big need, like 100 percent. Like if I. 
I wish there was more people that would help out, you know, mompreneurs. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I, th- I think that's really good. So one thing that um, I think you are very good at and, um, you know, that I just noted is you are, or noticed, you are very, very aware of everything. So it's not like, I feel like time is, um, is something that you are in full control of versus it being in control of you because you understand like you're not in reactive mode where like if something's happening, you're not like, oh, fuck, you know, I, I got to do this, whatever. It's very much like, yeah, I'm going to attend to you right now. Like, let me do this. Let me get this. Like, you're very calm and collected. Um, did it, was it hard to kind of get to that spot, that space? Because I yeah. think that's a mental yeah. kind of space, right? It is. It is. And, you know, I, I feel like it took, you know, it took time for me to create the boundaries that I have right now around time. Um, but I thought that it was important enough for me that I would actually follow up and be and build that awareness around everything that I do. So that, you know, I know that if my 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 kids are, you know, like, OK, this is time to give them some attention right now that I'm aware that even though I'm doing something at the moment, I am going to then give my full attention to them right after. Yeah. Um. So, you know, it's just kind of like finding that balance. And, and and there's really no like manual, no rule book to no, it. You, you just find your own your own balance to it and, and just make sure that everyone a little bit of attention. Yeah. Let's talk about an obstacle that you faced. What was one, because, you know, in business, there's so many, right? It's like, it's, it always happens. But what was one obstacle that you had, whether it was in business or in your personal life, other than, you know, like what happened with your father, um, that like kind of really set you back, that it was like really difficult? Um, in business, it was, oof, it was actually, I started coaching for free and I was just like, okay, um, I am going to just help people and get these testimonials and yep. I'm going to build my list and basically all the things that people told me I was supposed to do. Yeah. So I'm just waiting to build my list, build my list, build my list. And then I realized that it, four years had gone by Holy and I, crap. and I, and I didn't even have my first paid customer. Yeah. So I was like, what is, what is happening? Am I behind? Um, you know, am I the one that, am I doing something wrong? Because I'm doing all the things that people told me to do. Like, you're supposed to give for free. You're supposed to do this free. Get testimonials. Get all these things. And then when you're ready. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> you know, like, when is that? Is it? Is it now? After the fourth year? Yeah, yeah. For real. <laughs> when you're ready. Um, okay, so then I feel like I could have, you know, I could have been charging way way you could have made that. money at least you right know, at least four years. exactly yeah. <laughs> so, so how, how long do you uh because yeah I, I agree with that no it took me two years to make my first dime but that's because people are always like do things for free all that right, stuff, right? exactly like, you know still got to pay my bills <laughs> yeah. like, how do i do that yeah so how do you how do you like uh what time frame is it from when a client starts working with you working with you where you're like okay now it's time to start you know charging and you know making money and Yeah, I think that when I decided that I was going to start charging, that I was like, okay, this is insane. Why haven't I charged for these services? Yeah. Um, I gave people a couple of weeks of, you know, I said, okay, now that I'm going to start charging for these services, let me reach out to people and say, hey, can I provide you some service for two weeks? Um, I'll do uh, like an Instagram, you know, audit for you. And then I'll give you some action items. And then in two weeks, I'll come back and check on you to see how it's going and yeah. see if you've done any changes. And after that, those people then started, um, you know, talking to me about 
you know, further like doing more work. Because they like saw your work, work, they liked it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's all it takes. Just show someone that yeah. you can. And, you know, once you have that trust in that relationship, then you can move to paid and see, do you feel like this was helpful? And you feel like I can help you right. more because obviously what you've done during these past couple of weeks have, has, has helped you a lot. So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, That's super smart, right? <laughs> You're doing the free work yeah. until it works for like maybe in two weeks or yeah. four weeks, whatever. Yeah. And then start charging. You right. Know? Exactly. You show your value and then boom, start getting paid. Right. Exactly. Per I think that's perfect. I like it. So yeah. <laughs> what's one piece of advice that you'd give to any entrepreneur kind of starting out? To uh, just, you know, just start before you're ready. Uh, get yourself out there. Get, connect with people and start following up with people and building those relationships because I feel like that is what's going to get you to that paid, you know, level. Um, sometimes people will buy from you, but it's not because you know, the things that you are putting on social media, but because they trust you. Yeah. 100%. So uh, start gaining that trust and start building those relationships because that those people are the, the people that are going to become your customers and not your customers, but could be friendships that will last forever. So, yeah, no, that's good. That's good. <laughs> um, and then, you know, where can people find you? Well, I am on Instagram. I am I am Rosa Rodriguez yep. on Instagram. And I am also on um, TikTok. I am I am dot Rosa Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tripped over that. Um, and on Twitter, um, I am Coach Rosa. And that's it. I'm also on Facebook, Rosa Rodriguez, and on YouTube, Rosa Rodriguez. All right. Well, before we finish, what's the future look like for you know for you? What are you looking to accomplish? Ooh, I am looking to help in the next six months, maybe uh, about 100 women leave their nine to five so that they can pursue their dream. Full Powerful. That is good. I love it. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much. You crushed it. Thank you. I really appreciate this. Thank you for having me. I had no so much fun. <laughs>